Blog Talk Radio. Oh, 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord. Shalom, shalom, my brother, my sister. Welcome to the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I apologize huh, that we we had to start a little late. Praise you, Lord. The internet seems to, praise the Lord, slow down. Amen. And the computer was now responding. Praise the Lord. But we're here, we're here, praise you, Lord. We're here to share. Thank you, everybody. Praise the Lord. We're here to share God's word tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for all of you who supported us last night on Tribulation Now, John the Baptist Show program. Thank you very much for supporting, for coming on and listening. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The response was very uh uh, great. Praise the Lord. Many people got touched by the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. So rejoiced last night. Because before I began the program in tribulation now, I had a young woman come to the Lord or reconcile her life with the Lord again. And, and there's nothing more joyful than that, brothers and sisters. My goodness. Praise the Lord. What a joy I have. Praise the Lord when a when a soul uh, a person turns back to the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. It, it is so beautiful. Uh, praise the Lord when someone comes back to Jesus. Praise the Lord and in her hopes hopes again. Many have been losing hope for so many years. Praise the Lord, but God wants to give us hope. Thank you, Jesus. God wants us to have hope in him, hope in Jesus Christ, his son. Praise the Lord. I want to go ahead and 
Hallelujah. Uh, begin with a with a different topic tonight. The Lord, thank you, Jesus. I hope that it will bless your life. Uh, in a, in his First Timothy six ten, for the desire of money is the root of all evil, which while some lost after they ever from the faith, impairs themselves through with many sorrow. Well, the topic is not about money. Praise you, Lord. I don't want to get anyone scared to run off. It's not about money. It, it, is, it is about the root of all evil, that, that, uh, that if we can be rooted in the wrong thing, when God wants us to be rooted in his, rooted in, in his word, rooted in Jesus Christ, his son, in the things that endure forever, not in the temporary things, because uh, being rooted in money will lead to pain, will lead to suffering, will, will lead to sorrow, hallelujah, and will lead to pain. Praise the Lord. And God don't want us to be rooted in the wrong things. I'm going to take you on the word. I looked up that word rooted in the word of God, and, and there are different Bible verses that help us understand Thank you, Lord. Uh, uh, one one of the concepts of the word rooted in the Old Testament, uh, like in 1 Kings 13, 34, says, And this thing turned to sin to the house of Jeroboam, even to root to, to it out and destroy it from the face of the earth. Anything that causes us to sin, or anything that leads us to sin, brothers and sisters, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We'll root our foundation from the Lord. We'll root our lives to evil. In, 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 if, we, if our life is rooted in the face that money will get us out of every trouble, uh, praise the Lord, uh, we will not have a solid foundation, which is Jesus Christ. We need to be rooted in God's word. Thank you, Lord. Because then our foundation is solid. It is in the solid rock. It is like a man that built his house in the sand and not in the rock. Jesus taught. We need to be rooted in the word of God, brothers and sisters, in the solid foundation that is Jesus Christ. And we will endure. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Second King 19.30 says, And the remnant that, is, that escaped out of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. In other words, as you humble yourself toward God, praise the Lord, you come down downward on your feet before the Lord. But God is going to raise you up. Him that humble himself should be exalted. Explain the greatest rabbi that ever set foot on this earth, our Lord Jesus Christ. When we humble ourselves to God, praise the Lord, we are rooting our life in the solid foundation that is Jesus Christ. And we're rooting our life in faith. We're rooting our life, praise the Lord, in God's foundation. And that foundation can never be rooted out. God don't want us to be rooted out. God wants us to last forever. Shalom, Sister Carla. God wants us to run, to live forever with him. 
everlasting life he wants us to have. But we need to be rooted on him. We need to be rooted on his word. We need to be rooted on faith. Our life needs to be rooted on faith. Our family, our teaching needs to be rooted on the word of God. There are many, there's so much false teaching out there. And when you bring that to your life, when you bring that to your household, you are going to rule your, your life in a shaky foundation that it may bring so much confusion, division, and so much more. God don't want our life to be rooted in, the, in confusion. Praise you, Lord. Someone asked me, Brother Elby, you mentioned Saturday and Sunday for the Shabbat. And, and I said to the person, the biblical day for Shabbat is Saturday. Praise the Lord. But because the Lord wants us to be with him on Sunday also, I, I, I keep both days. The person was telling me he was confused. But I'm explaining that the, fun, the biblical foundation is Saturday, the Shabbat. Praise you, Lord. You stand on the word. Don't let anyone move you. Don't let anyone move you. You stand on the word. Your life needs to be rooted on the word. And when someone says something that you feel is out of the word, praise you, Lord, it's not going to move you or shake you because your, your life is already rooted on God's word. Praise you, Lord. The Lord... Praise God, hallelujah, wants his word to be our foundation. Praise you, Lord. And if there's something you don't understand, seek it out from the Lord. Seek his word. Seek his wisdom. Never think that you know it all. Praise you, Lord. We need to learn from the Lord more every day. It's as Jesus told me. I remember. Man thinks that they can know my word without my help, Jesus said to me. And then he says, that is impossible. That is impossible, he said. Praise the Lord. And the people think that they read the Bible and they study the Bible so much. Praise the Lord. Praise your God. The word God gives you wisdom. Praise the Lord. But the word of God lead us to God, lead us to Jesus, helps us understand. I understood years ago. That is not so much knowing the Bible, because I remember reading the Word, reading the Bible, and reading the Bible, and reading the Bible, and that's all I did for many years. And then one day, it was like God was saying to me, how much of the Word are you keeping? How much of the Word are you, are you keeping? And when I began to meditate on that, I noticed that not much of it I was keeping. I was, it was more about knowing God's word. Not so much I understood it, or not so much I knew it, brothers and sisters. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I knew it because I read it so much. Praise you, Lord. I knew it because I read it so much, but not much of it I was keeping. And that's what God was getting into my heart. Praise you, Lord. That as you search the word, as you study God's word, hallelujah, you need to have in your heart, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, to also keep it, to also obey it and not to break the commitment, brothers and sisters. That's what God wants us to, 
uh, praise you, Lord, to have in our heart the desire to keep his commitment, to love his word. And as we do, he blesses us. As we keep the commandment, our life began to be changed, to be transformed, because it's, it, it, faith is in the action that changes you. That action of you being obedient to the commandment, of you keeping his word, that's what brings God's blessing to your life. That's what Jesus is alive in you, because that word is alive when Jesus Christ is working in your life. And when the change began in you, when he began to change you, it's when your life is being transformed into his image. He's always obedient to the Father. Jesus is always obedient to the Father. He came to do the Father's will. Not his own will, but the Father. Praise the Lord. Showing us, teaching us obedience. Teaching us to keep the commandment. Praise the Lord. To our hold the commandment in our heart. To be rooted in his word. Praise you, Lord. Our lives need to be rooted in his word. Thank you, Lord. It is so important that we are rooted in his word. Thank you, Lord. It is such a blessing when we are. And then we are a blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Then we are a blessing to other people. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, Joel says, for my, in Joel 20, 29:19, for my root is spread out by the water, and the dew shall lie upon my branch. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. When we are rooted in God's word, that's when we produce fruit, an abundant fruit. That's when the word of God does the work in our life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. No matter what happened up, up in the world, no matter the judgment that will come down, when you are rooted in God's word, praise the Lord. God will keep you. God will protect you. He will be your shield. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thou made it. Thou made it room for it and did cause it to take root and it filled the land. Praise the Lord. When God's blessing is on your life, you are a blessing to everyone else, brothers and sisters. When you are rooted in his word, when you are rooted in God's will, you become a blessing to everyone else in the land, no matter where you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, because your life is a blessing. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Solomon said in, in uh, Proverbs 2.22, about the wicked to be cut off from the earth and the transgressor to be rooted of it. They have no future. If, if you're not rooted in the word of God, if they are not rooted in the word of God, they have no future. The transgressor, the wicked, they, if they are not rooted and they're not rooted in the word of God, 
they have no future. Only those that are rooted in God's word have future, have God protection, have God blessing upon their life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Proverbs 12, 12, 3 says, A man cannot be established by his wickedness, but the root of the righteous should not be removed. It is impossible, says Solomon. Hallelujah. For the righteous, righteous to be removed. Praise the Lord. Why? Because he's rooted. He's rooted in whom? Jesus. He's rooted in God. Praise you, Lord. A man, hallelujah, a man cannot be established by his wickedness. Praise you, Lord. No one in this world that is doing wickedness, wickedness can be established. But the root of the righteous should not be removed. Praise you, Lord. Though it seems so much is happening on the world, the righteous to last to the end. The Lord will take his with him, and they will be established. No matter what was going on on the earth in North time, no matter what was going on in North time, it did not affect Noah. It did not affect his family. He was rooted in God. He found grace. <laughs> he was walking by grace. He was under the grace of Jesus Christ. He was under the protection of God. Praise you, Lord. The water came and destroyed the wicked, the moon. But Noah and his family were protected in the ark. When you are rooted in God, you are in the ark of Jesus Christ. You are protected. No matter what tsunami, no matter what earthquake comes, no, no matter what tornado comes, no matter what shake the earth and move the earth out of place, your life will be protected by God. Thank you, Lord. You will not be moved. But the root of the righteous should not be moved, said Solomon. That's wisdom. That is wisdom, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Rule your life in Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 12, 12 says, The wicked desire the net of evil, but the root of the righteous give us fruit. Praise the Lord. No matter what's going on on the earth, as long as you are rooted in Christ, you are rooted in Jesus, you are producing, you are, you are giving fruit. Your life is given through the love of peace and joy. We a lot of people suffering and going through so much. But although we are shaken, praise you, Lord. We are rooted in God. We are rooted in Jesus. We are protected, brothers and sisters. We are kept by God. My sister said on the phone today, I don't know how you do. <laughs> I don't know how you do. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. She went to college. She's a prophet. Professional, praise the Lord, praise the God. I don't have the study she has, praise the Lord, praise the God, but God keepeth me and my family. We are rooted in his word. We are rooted in Christ. The Lord protects us. The Lord keepeth us. But the root of the righteous giveth fruit. 
It is the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. God is so awesome. His word is so awesome. Hallelujah. I say 11, 10, in the day, in the day, the root of Jesse, we shall stand up for a sign unto the people. The nation to seek unto it, and his wrath should be glorious. The root of Jesse is Jesus Christ. Jesse, faith within Christ, within God. Praise you, Lord. His household faith was on God. The root of Jesse, which shall stand for a sign unto the people. The nation to seek unto it. You know that the bride of Christ is assigned to the earth. The bride of Christ is assigned to the law. The bride of Christ is assigned to the government. How do the how do the, the people on the earth know that things will change? We are assigned to them. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Some people have said, whenever we get raptured, I know the rapture that happens. <laughs> We are assigned to the earth, brothers and sisters. And some people are looking for a sign. You are the sign. You are God's mighty sign. Thank you, Lord. We are the sign for the very brothers and sisters. When we get raptured, when we get taken up, when we disappear, know that the rapture that happened in the tribulation is beginning. I thank you, Lord. When Jesus came, it was born of Mary. He was the sign. Hallelujah. A child was born unto us, says the prophet Isaiah. Jesus was a sign. The bride of Christ is a sign. Ye are the light of the earth. Excuse me, someone. Stop looking for a sign. You are the sign that God has chosen for the generation. You and I are the sign. Praise you, Lord. A shell was born unto us. And immediately when he was born, he changed everything. Then Jesus, before he left, my peace I give unto you. Praise the Lord. You are the, the soul of the earth. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. You are the soul of the earth. You are the one that gives this earth any taste. If this earth tastes any way, you are the soul. If you want your family to have any taste, you are the, hallelujah, you are the salt. If you, have, you want your family to have any light, you are the light of Christ on earth. Thank you, Jesus. You are the sign. When you get raptured, when you disappear, when you go with the Lord to meet the Lord in the air very soon, they will know God has taken you. Why? Because you've been waiting for that day. You've been preparing for that day. You've been praying. You've been fasting. You've been seeking God for that day. Your life has been made ready for him. As a wise virgin, you've been preparing your limbs. You've been preparing your life. You've been seeking more of the Holy Spirit. You've been seeking for that extra oil. So when he comes, oh, you go home with him. You disappear, too. Thank you, Lord. Start looking for signs. You are the sign that humanity needs to see, and they will see when you're gone. When you are gone, it's going to taste different. When you are gone, it's going to look different. 
darkness can't hold up this earth. Why is darkness taking hold of this earth? Because the light is going to be taken out. You. <laughs> you are the light. Praise the Lord. And when we are taken out, the whole earth will be in darkness. The sun will not give up its light. The moon will turn into darkness because you are the soul of this earth. You are the light of this earth. Thank you, Lord. And that sun shineth. Praise the Lord because the sun is a type of Jesus. And the bride of Christ is down here. And the sun has a job to shine. We are the light of the earth, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. I hope he's speaking to your life. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I hope, I hope he's speaking to your life. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 14, 30 says, For the firstborn of the poor should be fed. And the needy should lie down in safety. And I will kill thy rule with famine, and they shall slain thy retinue. Praise your Lord, because only those that are rooted in his God's word, that are rooted in the Lord, are going to endure forever. And then he says in Isaiah 27, 6, Hereafter Jacob shall take root, Israel shall flourish and grow, and the world shall be filled with fruit. Oh, praise your Lord. The, the fruit of the bride of Christ, it is to preach the gospel to the end, until the end comes. That is our command from Jesus, our rabbi, to you and I, to preach the gospel to the end of the world. And then the end will come. Brothers and sisters, we are the sign. Praise the Lord. And our job is to preach the gospel. And when you and I finish preaching the gospel, the end comes. It's like God has put the end in our, in our lips. When we say this is the end, this is the end. It's in our lips. The word is in our mouth. Thank you, Lord. Praise Jesus. Praise you, Lord. When we finish pre- preaching the gospel, the end comes. Praise you, Lord, said Rabbi Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now the time will come for Israel and the tribulation. Suffers a hereafter. After, hereafter what? Hereafter the bride is taken up. Hereafter Jacob should be rooted. The Jewish people go back to the roots. Go back to your roots. If you are backsliding, if you're a lukewarm Christian today, go back to your roots. Israel needs to go back to the root with God, the relationship with the Lord, the first love. Go back to your first love. Thank you, Jesus. Israel should flourish and grow, and the world should be filled with the fruit. Today, the world is is filled with the fruit of the blood of Christ, love, mercy. I tell people all the time, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge anyone. I've not been sent here as a judge. I'm here to tell you what God's word says, and we need to repent. Praise the Lord. We need to seek the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Judge nothing, the Lord, or thou should be judged. So we're not here to judge anyone. We're here to point out what the word of God says, and for all of us to keep his word, his commandment. 
Thank you, Lord. The earth is filled with our fruit today with the gospel of the bride of Christ. But the bride of Christ is about to be taken aside. It's given to the world. When the bride of Christ disappears, God have mercy. When the bride of Christ disappears, the tribulation begins. The light is taken out of the way, the bride, and the world become in darkness. That tells you we are the light. Thank you, Jesus. We are the light of this world. Thank you, Lord. Because when we are taken out, oh, man, praise you, Lord. Isaiah 37, 31, and the red man that escaped out of the house of Judah to again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Praise you, Lord. 144,000, praise God, 12,000 out of each tribe are going to bear fruit upward in the tribulation. Praise you, Lord. They're going to bear fruit upward. They're going to be raised again. Thank you, Lord. But they need, they need to take root downward. They need to go back to the first love, which is Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. I show Brother Ben something so beautiful in Judges, which I'm going to share with you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Sometimes we sit together and I share things that the Lord reveals to me. Praise you, Lord, that I rejoice in it, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Judges, let me see if I can find it. Thank you, Lord. Judges chapter 2, I want to share something with you. Praise the Lord, that I hope the Lord will open your spiritual eyes and your eyes for you and your ears to hear and your eyes to see tonight. Praise the Lord, because I'm going to show you something there. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The God wish to have with every man and every woman of God. Thank you, Lord, that comes to him. Thank you, Lord. Judges chapter 2 says this. And an angel of the Lord came out from Gagal to Boshin and said, I have made you to go out of Egypt and have brought you to this land which I have sworn unto your father and said, I will never break my covenant with you. Jesus also made no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. But ye should break down the altar, but ye should have, but ye have not obeyed my voice. Why has ye done this? For the angel. Verse 3 says, Therefore I said, I said also, I will not cast them out, of, out before you, but they should be a torn unto your sight, and their God should be your destruction. Therefore, when the angel of the Lord spoke his word unto all the children of Israel, the people lifted their voice and wept. Oh, they lifted their voice and wept. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. The things that you may want will be abhorrent to you if it's not in the will of God. I don't know what your desiring is. I don't know what's in your heart, but make sure that what is in your heart, what are you, what are you praying for, is the will of God. Because Jesus said, I came to do the will of my Father. Let not my will be done, but thy will be done. 
a lot of us that we've won is or will be a horn to us. And it will be our falling too. Praise the Lord. If it's not the will of God for us. We need to learn like those ancients in heaven. When they are told to do something, they say, Is this the will of my father for me? And when they hear, Yes, it is, then they take heed to the message and they go ahead and do it. No more question or ask. They only do the will of God. Brothers and sisters, Jesus always does the will of God. And we need to learn from him. All he did, the way he walked, the way he looked at things, the word that came out of his mouth was the word of God. Even his hair, when you study his life, his long hair was according to the word of God, according to Nazarene. Praise the Lord. According to Samson. <laughs> Many have studied the life of Jesus, and they take his hair, and they look back to the Nazarene, and they go back on the way to Samson. When God told Samson not to cut his hair and not to share the secret of cutting his hair with anyone. But like Samson had an enemy that is always looking for your witness, Samson had an enemy like you and I today, Always seeking to know your witness. Be careful with the word that comes out of your mouth. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Be careful with the word that comes out of your mouth. Because if God told you to keep it for yourself and not to share with anyone, make sure you keep it for yourself. Make sure. Thank you, Lord. Samson had that order from God not to share, praise the Lord, from when hence its power came from. And that came from the Holy Spirit of God, because Acts 1 a said that thou shalt receive power when the Holy Spirit will come upon thee. But God also told Samson, his mother, in Samson, praise the Lord, never to cut his hair. His mother was obedient until the day she died, she never cut that boy's hair. Uh, she never cut that boy's hair. Her, his father was also obedient until the day he died. He never cut that boy's hair. But now it was after Samson. His parents died. It was after him to be obedient. That's why you need to teach your, your children, your sons and daughters, the word of God. And always remind them to be obedient. Because what God is all about obedience. Hey, Samson's parent was obedient. But now it was up to Samson to be obedient. It was up to Samson to keep that beautiful hair long. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Obedient in the Holy Spirit goes hand to hand. How many people are losing the Holy Spirit today? How many people don't have the Holy Spirit anymore after that they disobey God? Obedience and the, the Holy Spirit go hands to head. It's like obedience is the Holy Spirit that calls he is. It's like obedience is Jesus that calls he is. Go hands to him. It's the same person. It is the same person. Go hands 
for him, brothers and sisters. In the moment, Samson decided to reveal, praise the Lord. When Samson decided to reveal what God told him not to reveal, I remember Pastor John shared something so beautiful with me. Praise the Lord. I'm going to share it with you tonight also. I'm not done with Judges 2. something beautiful there that I want you to see. But I, I just remember this, but I got to share with you before I forget. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Pastor John revealed to me that the devil did not know, praise the Lord, where was the fruit that God told Adam and Eve in the garden not to eat from. That from the day they will eat from it, they will surely die. Praise the Lord. The serpent did not know where it was. Satan did not know where it was. It was like the same thing with Samson. Samson's enemy did not know what was the secret, the secret of his power, the secret of his anointing. They did not know the secret. Samson will have to confess the secret. Eve of Aaron will have to confess the fruit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Go with me to Genesis chapter 3. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. I want to share with you that it was Eve that told the serpent what God had told her. Praise the Lord. It was, it was Eve that pointed the, the fruit that she should not eat. The devil did not know. The devil did not know. Praise you, Jesus. That's why the devil can spend 40 years, 60 years, 80 years, 100 years in someone's life trying to find out their secret. <laughs> the witness to bring them down. Praise the Lord. We don't know how many hundreds a year. Oh, hallelujah. Adam and Eve were in the garden. Praise the Lord. That took the devil to bring them down. The devil to find out the weakness. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. God is so good. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 said, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast in the field which the Lord God had made and said to the woman, Yeha, God indeed said, You should not eat out of every tree in the garden. Look at the light of Satan. He did not know when Pastor John shared this with me. We were in a, in a little table, and he had his Bible, and I had my Bible. And Pastor John said, I'm going to share something with you. Keep it in your heart. Something the Lord revealed to me so special. I want to share with you. Satan did not know which of the fruit, which of the fruit tree, was it that had the fruit that Adam and Eve got said they should not eat from it. Praise your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The devil wanted to know which was it. But in order for the devil to know your witness, you have to speak it out. It has to come out of your mouth. Some people say, this is what bugs me. And then they'll say, this, this, this really burns me. This really gets me angry. This really gets me mad. And then they go ahead and say it. Keep your mouth shut. Don't say what makes you mad. Don't say what makes you fall. 
Don't pay. Oh, boy. Lord, clear out the tent in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. The devil will like this one. Praise you, Lord, because if you learn this in, a person, in your personal relationship with God, oh, now you're going to overcome the devil in so many ways. Praise the Lord. It's what comes out of your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Remember this. This is wisdom. Remember it. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. And the woman said to the serpent, we eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden. Praise the Lord. She's now explaining to the serpent that, yes, we can eat from the fruit of the tree of the garden. But now she's going to point to the devil, the fruit that they should not eat. Here's the mistake. Samson was tested by this woman in different occasions. And she, when the Philistine came, he overcame him right away with the power of God. Praise the Lord. He overcame him. She will tie his hand. He will break the tie. Whatever it was, the rope, the chain, he will break it. Praise the Lord. As long as he kept his mouth shut about the secret, the revelation that God gave him, it was a test of obedience. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. We need to learn to keep our tongue and mouth quiet. There are things that you should not say that the devil can use to bring you down. Be careful. Be careful. Please take this to heart. So far, Eve is still standing. Now, verse 3, this is, this is how she revealed to Satan now. But the fruit of the tree was just in the midst of the garden. He said to the devil, see, you see that tree there? In the midst. You see that tree right there in the midst, right there in the middle? The one that God says for us not to eat. That's the one that God don't want us to eat. That tree right there, this fruit right there, is the one that God told us not to eat. What a mistake that was. Because he, she just gave the devil the information he needed to bring them down. She spoke it. With her own mouth, power and death is in the it's in the tongue. She gave to the devil what he was looking for. He was the devil was seeking for information. I saw I one time I was taken by Jesus to hell, and I saw them tormenting this sister, getting information from brothers in her church to to study and the witness how to bring them down. Praise you, Lord. Why? Because maybe these brothers in the church did not spoke their witness. They kept their mouth shut. And now because they were friends, be careful with friends in the church. Many that are in the church are not your friend like you think. Be careful. Always shepherd the Lord about everyone who is of God and who is not of God. Praise the Lord. I shepherd the Lord about people. No always checking with the Lord about people. Even people I know, I check with the Lord. Lord, what about this person? Is this person yours, Lord Jesus? Praise you, Lord. Tell me about this person, Lord. And it's not to judge. It is for me to be careful. Praise you, Lord, because there are people that pretend to be your friends. They'll say they're there for you, but they're back, back starving. 
The backstabbing, and the Lord will reveal it to you. The Lord will reveal it to you. Be careful. Be very careful. Not everyone you think is your brother in Christ is truly your brother in Christ. There's a lot of backstabbing people up there. Praise the Lord. And you hear them confessing the Lord and preaching and all this and all that. That don't mean anything. It's what the Lord has to say about them. Praise the Lord. There have been people that have brought ministry down. Christians that have come to church and their pastor has given them the altar, has given them a friendship, has trusted them. And when the pastor tr- turned around, they have destroyed the church. They have taken people their way, their own way, and made the pastor look bad, told lie to the pastor, to the church about the pastor. The pastor trusted them. Praise the Lord when some personal things about their life. And they went when the pastor told them tonight, you'll preach, I'm not able. I got this other meeting in this other state or in this other city. I'll leave you in charge. And the pastor trusted them and lost them. And when the pastor came back, a few days after, he, had, he did not have a congregation no more. They took those people, were lying and deceived. Praise you, Lord. God have mercy. Praise you, Lord. This happens all the time around the world, brothers and sisters. All the time happens around the world. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, it happens. It happens. I remember it happened to me one time. God used me to raise a ministry with over 60 people. Started from the ground with one or two, evangelizing them. Praise the Lord. They, they used to call me a pastor, but I had a pastor about me. And the pastor sent me to the, to the ministry. God called me to the ministry. Praise the Lord. And also God called me to be a pastor many years ago. But I was been, I've been winning on the Lord. And God, I went with my pastor permission to raise this ministry from the ground up. And after we had over 60 people, praise the Lord, we had other people evangelizing and they ministering to them. And they went. And the, and, the, and the brother, he didn't even know me. He spoke all kinds of things against me, brothers and sisters, behind my back. I was busy and other things with the church, with my pastor who said who needed me. Praise the Lord, because he had to take vacation. He had to go on out of the nation. This happened in Massachusetts. Praise the Lord. And I was, so I was busy preaching at the church. God was doing healing, all kinds of things was happening in these services in the church, a full congregation. I was there responsible. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was responsible for the pastor, for the church. Praise the Lord. That the church that, praise the Lord, that God used me to raise this other brother, turn around, spoke all kinds of things against me, not even really knowing me. Praise you, Lord, and took, brothers and sisters, over 50 people. He took over 50 people. When we came back, when I came back, over 50 people had left with him. He had convinced them out of him. He had told them whatever he felt like it. Praise the Lord. He took all those people, 
the brother that I used to call the ministry with me was very angry. And I said, don't worry. Soul belongs to the Lord. Let's pray for them. Let's hope that if they decided to follow him, they will really will be fed manna from heaven, green pastures, that it will be God using him. Praise the Lord. Let not get angry and insult this man and nothing like that. Praise the Lord. Let God be with him and them who decided to follow him. Praise the Lord. Praise God. In a few months after, the ministry did not last. It just it just disappeared. Praise the Lord. It just went away. Praise God. Those people, many of those people got hurt. Some of them returned back. And said, Brother Obi, I'm sorry. It was you that God used. Praise the Lord. I said, oh, glory to the Lord. Praise God. But a lot of those people returned really hurt. Praise God. Shalom, my sister. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I, I was really... When it happens, I, I was hurt for these people because I know in the Lord that if the Lord doesn't call you to do something, praise the Lord. If God doesn't call you to do ministry, he's not going to endure. I have learned this. Praise the Lord. I have learned this for many years. Praise the Lord. And a lot of people don't even know this. They don't understand how it works. But it has to be the Lord that calls you to do ministry. I will not come here on the Lord's hour to do ministry unless the Lord was spoken to me first and came to me and told me to do this. Brothers and sisters, praise the Lord. And we see how many lives have been changed, has been touched by the Lord and has been changed by the Lord. Oh, glory to Jesus and none to me and anybody else. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. It has to be the Lord because when the Lord calls you, the Lord will make the change. It will be the Lord no matter what happens. Even if people decide, like it happens to me, I'm not going to send you my offering, Brother Obi. People have said to me, praise the Lord. Brother Obi, praise the Lord. Unless you change the message, I'm sorry I'm not sending you my offering anymore. And people have said it right out to me. I'm not sending you my offering anymore. You're going to have to go to work to support your own ministry. And I said, the Lord called me. Don't worry. The Lord will take care of me. Praise the Lord. And people... 10, 20 people have gone away who supported the ministry and said, I'm not doing anymore for this and that. Praise the Lord. But I have people come back and said, a sister said to the church, my husband and I went too. When we started supporting the Lord's hour, we began to support the church and we loved our job. Everything went down in the family. It was not the same like when we used to support the Lord's hour. We, we have, my husband has a secure job. We were blessed when we used to support the Lord's Tower. When we decided to stop supporting the Lord's Tower, everything changed. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. It has to be the Lord that does it, brothers and sisters. And I know it was the Lord that called me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. But I, what I want you to see in Judges 2 is this. Praise the Lord. This is, this is what, the, what God, the Lord revealed to me in Judges 2. Thank you, Lord. Verse 4 of Judges 2 says, When the angel of the Lord spoke these words unto all the children of Israel, they were looking at Jesus. Someone please look at your Bible, Judges 2-4. Jesus Christ was his angel. 
Jesus Christ himself, not through a prophet, not through Moses anymore, but Jesus Christ himself was speaking face to face to the children of Israel. I thank you, Lord. This is the work of God. This is the work of God. Read your Bible. Please read your Bible. Go into Judges chapter 2. See Jesus right there talking to his people face to face. The whole multitude and the children of Israel were speaking directly with Jesus Christ, the angel of the Lord. Praise you, God. There was not a prophet. It was not a prophet speaking to them. It was Jesus Christ. It was God himself leading his own people. It was him among them every day leading them. Praise the Lord. Jesus said he will manifest to those that love him. He will manifest himself to. He, he wants to be among us. He wants to be our pastor. He wants to be our leader, leader leading us. Brothers and sisters, praise your Lord. It is him. As he did with the children of Israel. Praise the Lord. And again, and when the angel of the Lord spoke his word unto all the children of Israel, the people lifted their voice and wept. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Praise the Lord. Jesus himself was speaking to them. It was Jesus himself leading them. It was him himself leading them. Praise the Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord wants to lead you to green pastures. He wants to be your God. He wants to be your shepherd. He wants to be for you. Praise the Lord, but he wants obedience for us, submission to him, walking in our first love with him. You need to be go back to your root, your first love. Go back to your root, brothers and sisters. Go back to holiness and righteousness. Forget about false teaching. Forget about what's going to happen in the tribulation. Praise the Lord. And all these gods that are coming back to the earth, focus on Jesus who is coming for you. I still have people, people are writing to me, who's the Antichrist? Praise the Lord. Do they know who Christ is? Why do you need to know who the Antichrist is? It is, not, it is better for you to know who Christ is. It is so important for you to know who Jesus Christ is, your leader, your rabbi, who wants to be leading you, teaching you, revealing himself to you. I was sharing with the brother that in, that, in one of those services, I told the brothers and sisters, after seeking the Lord, I said, Lord, will you come tonight and touch everyone in the church? And after we had this special service, I remember, I had the microphone in my hand. I was in the altar. Praise the Lord. And I said, the Lord is going to come here tonight and touch each and one of you. Please, everyone, stand from your seat and come to the altar. I believe it was over 40 men that night there, brothers and sisters. And they all got up, and they walked to the altar. And I said, close your, close your eyes and raise your hand. The Lord is going to come here tonight. And he's going to touch you in your forehead. And you are going to feel his hand, his five fingers. You're going to feel his five fingers in your shoulder, some of you. And some of you, you're going to feel his five fingers over your head. 
everyone closed their eyes, and I said, let's begin to repent. And I said, Lord Jesus, you promised me that you were going to come here tonight and that you were going to lay hand on my brothers here tonight. Praise you, Lord. I was not five minutes into prayer when the hand of Jesus Christ was upon each of those men either shoulder, some of the brothers began to speak in tongues, and the body was shaking severely. Praise you, Lord. The body was shaking severely. Praise you, Lord. And some of them who kind of said, this, this cannot be happening. Some of them opened their eyes, I noticed. And I said, so you, I said, open your eyes and see that I'm not the one touching you and your forehead on your shoulder. Praise you, God. Some of the members began to jump up and down because Brother says, Brother Elvie, I can still feel the hand of the Lord on my forehead. I can still feel the Lord, the hand of Jesus on my shoulder, and fire is coming down my body. Look, I'm burning. Fire was coming down. Some electricity was coming down. Praise you, Lord. This, this, this is truly God doing this. Praise the Lord. So those men said, this is truly God. Praise the Lord. This is truly God. Praise the Lord. The hand of Jesus was still on them. Praise the Lord. We were supposed to end the service by 9 o'clock, and the men did not want the service to end. Some of the men that were still standing there, so the hand of the Lord is still on me. I can still feel his power coming down my body. Praise you, Lord. Some of them did not want it to stop speaking in tongues, brothers and sisters. It was so powerful when Jesus came. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And all I did in my house in prayer and fasting, thank you, Lord. Yes, we can do this here on the Lord's Tower, too. Praise the Lord. We, we had asked the Lord to come and visit people at their home. And just to tell you this, one of the sisters that wanted to see Jesus sought the Lord. The Lord gave her the, the gift to see him. And she tells me that she still sees the Lord when he comes to her home. After the Lord opened her eyes in one of the servants we have here in the Lord's Tower. Several of, of our youngster kids that listen to the Lord's Tower, eyes been open, and they can still see Jesus today. Brothers and sisters, oh, I thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. We can do this here. can do this. And the only way I know this can happen is if we fast, we all come in agreement, and we can ask the Lord to come. He can do much more than putting his hand on your shoulder or on your forehead. He can show himself to you. He can give you the gift for you to see him always when he comes to you. Praise the Lord. I see a peer to the children of Israel in Judges 2. Praise the Lord. He can also appear to you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Praise you, Lord. We have lived this a couple of years here in the Lord's Tower. They happened uh, in three other healing services we had. We have several revelations of Jesus to several of our brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Many people got baptized. We have several people baptized in tongues in some of those service. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we can do this again. I know some of the people, uh, praise the Lord, want us to do this again. Praise the God. I apologize. My internet has been in and out. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Lord can give you the gift. This, this sister 
I believe she's over 40 or 50. Praise the Lord. Only her daughter can see the Lord. And now her daughter and her both can see the Lord when he comes. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And it happened after one of our servants here. Praise the Lord. We said that Jesus will, will come and he's dead. And people were amazed. There was a brother, uh, I believe it was six, seven, six, nine. The Lord touched him in his home. And he, he dropped to the floor to 2, 3 o'clock in the morning under the power of the Lord. We have that service. It was incredible to thank the Lord then. Thank you, Lord. And so, we, we, yes, we want to do this again. We can plan it for the beginning of next, of next month, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask the Lord to give me a date, and I want to make sure he's going to do it. I'm going to ask him first. I, I you know, praise the Lord. I don't want to do it before I hear from the Lord about this. Thank you, Lord. But if the Lord tells me yes, for the first week of January, we will have this special service because we want to have a week or two, and in that week or two, we're going to do extra fasting, not just Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but that week we're going to try to fast as much as we can, brothers and sisters. I remember that sister, she went straight five-day fasting, asking for that gift to want to see the Lord, and the Lord gave it to her. And, you know, I didn't ask her to do five days. She felt that she needed to do it. She put that extra effort. Her faith took action because that's what it takes. Faith without action is dead. And she took action to it. Praise the Lord by faith. And the Lord gave it to her. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And praise the Lord. Please, if you ask the Lord, if we all ask the Lord together, the Lord, the Lord for sure, praise to God, will say yes to this. He will, he will, he, and he, and once the Lord tells me he's going to do it, that's it. That's all I need, his word. And then we start fasting. We start praying. Praise you, Lord, and amazing things will happen for sure. Thank you, Lord. I've seen this in so many years. Praise you, God, that I tell the people, I want to see move of the Lord that I've seen for many years. Praise the Lord. Back, um, back in the prison, we had an entire 60 men baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. Praise the Lord. Uh, the fasting, the sister did it without food and without water. This is why I tell you, sometimes it's what it takes. Some people prefer to do it with water. Praise the Lord. But, you see, you've you, you got to pray about it. And if the Lord leads you to fast without water and without food, do it. Trust the Lord. That's what she did. That's what she, she did it for five days straight. Praise the Lord. And the Lord honored her faith. She believed the Lord. She went for it. Praise the Lord. And the Lord did it. And she has been blessed. Blessed. Praise the Lord. That two years ago, brothers and sisters. And so, praise God. And many other people, we have this sister in the hospital uh, that she, she, she would have a major surgery. And in, in that Friday night in the hospital, had her daughter uh, put the cell phone with the Lord Tower next to her ears, praise the Lord. And right there, she was believing for her healing, and she got healed. She never went into surgery because she got healed right there in the hospital. Her husband, who... I don't know how he was with God, but it seems to me like he was backsliding, contacted me crying. He contacted me crying. Praise the Lord. Anyways, because God healed his wife. The Lord, they've been married for what, 39 years, I believe he said. Thank you, Lord. Contacted me crying, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. The great miracle God did in his wife and the hospital. Brothers and sisters, that Friday that we were doing that service. 
thank you, Lord, or glory to the Lord and unto us. You see, God did so many amazing things. People contacted me, people from different countries. We had a, from France, from France, in Europe, we had a brother and a sister that, that they listened to the Lord's Tower the Saturday after, and they both got baptized in tongues. They, want, they wanted a gift of speaking in tongues. That, that when we pray for people to be baptized in tongues, that's Friday, many got baptized in tongues. They went to the archive, listened to the Lord's Tower. While listening to the Lord's Tower, claiming, boom, they got baptized and began to speak in tongues for the first time. Praise the Lord. They both contacted me. Praise the Lord. I thought this. <laughs> it is amazing. It was, I just rejoice. It is amazing the things we have seen. Praise the Lord. That will the Lord do. Thank you, Lord. We, we want to go ahead and go back to the rule again. Praise the Lord. And again, I just ask people to believe the Lord and claim his word, and we all get together in agreement. Praise the Lord, and, and, and the Lord does it. Praise the Lord. He's faithful. He's good God. Thank you, Lord. He just wants us to believe that He that he's able to do it, and he does it. Praise the Lord. And so we have to give back. We have to give back. Praise the Lord. And some of those services, I, I usually bring guests. I have my sister Amy. Or different other people to join us. Praise the Lord. Sister Amy share how she also got a gift from the Lord. The Lord gave me the, the word of wisdom, and I gave her the word of wisdom. And, man, uh, the Lord used her in the gift now after that. Praise the Lord in a special way that she rejoiced and share how she got the gift. Praise the Lord. Amazing thing happened, brothers and sisters. Amazing thing. So we, we want to go back to that root. Talking about the root, being rooted in the word. Praise the Lord and go back to that root, the root of Jesse, the Lord Jesus Christ, as the root of Jesse. We need to go back to the root. Israel needs to go back as a nation to the root. That is the Lord, the God. You see the Lord speaking to the, to the children of Israel there in Judges 2, showing himself to them and speaking to them and told them he was among them and they cannot say, no, wait a minute, I didn't see you. Where were you? None of them said that. Why? Because they saw him every day. <laughs> How do you like that now, one? None of them said, what is he talking about? What did it mean that he, that he was among them? And he took, was, he, look what he said. I'm going to go back to the word of God. Look what it says. Then you are the Lord came out from Gigal and Barkin and said, I have, I have made you go out of Egypt, and I have brought you into the land which I sold unto your father and said, I will never, I will never break my covenant with you. Hallelujah. You also should make no covenant with me. I have everything as a lamb, but I shall break down. Also, that ye have not obeyed my voice. Why have ye done this? Wherefore, wherefore I said, I will, I will not cast them out of you, but they should be a torn unto your side, and the God shall be a destruction. And when the angel of the Lord spoke all these words unto the children of Israel, they lifted up their voice and they wept. And therefore, they called the name of the place Boashim and offered sacrifice unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Imagine then, they brought sacrifice unto the Lord. He was there, let's make a, a sacrifice to him. They had no doubt the one they were speaking with was God. It was the Lord, their God. They had no doubt they offered a sacrifice to him. They had no doubt that the one they're looking at, the one that is speaking to them, is the Lord, their God, their maker. Why would they recognize him when he came 2,000 years ago, when he came to him, by his, to his own, by his own receiving not? 
Praise the Lord. Because when you move away from your first love, when you move away from your relationship with God, even when God comes and talks to you, you will not recognize him. That's why this is a daily relationship with the Lord. That when he speaks to you, when he shows himself to you, you say, amen, Lord, thank you for coming. Praise the Lord. Let me offer the sacrifice of worship. Let me get on my knees, Lord, and worship you, Lord. Do not leave from me. Gideon says, do not leave, Lord. Let me make a sacrifice for you. He said, go ahead. He remained there. He, he, the Lord remained there. He didn't say, let me go make a sacrifice for you. And the Lord remained there. He knew it was his God. And now, why do they say, praise the Lord, that God is Yahweh, that this that came, hallelujah, was a messenger, but he was not the Messiah. He was not the Lord. Because they had turned away from his commandment, and now they cannot recognize the Lord. When you know his commandment and keep his commandment, however the Lord comes to you, you know him. Because he, he is the word. He is that commandment you read. Praise you, Lord. He's the incarnated God. He is God Almighty, as it says in Revelation. Jesus Christ is God Almighty. And you will recognize him if you keep his commandment. If you walk in relationship with him, you will recognize him. But if he has turned your back to God, when he shows us to you, you say he's not the Messiah. That's why the children of Israel rejected him. After their own parents saw him among them with his, their own eyes, their own eyes, he was among them. He, he ruled Israel's enemy. They saw him fight. Are you listening? They saw Jesus fight. They saw him with a sword. Because he says, I have ruled thy enemy from before thee. In other words, they saw him when he went out with his sword and defeated the enemy, and they were standing there with their mouth open. What? It was God fighting for them. And they had no doubt that it was Jesus Christ. They had no doubt that it was the Messiah, the one to return. A prophet God will rise from among you, says Moses, the prophet. Thank you, Lord. From the root of David, he will be raised. That is Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. God remember those that are faithful to him. And those that forsake him. Praise the Lord. They are nothing to him. Praise the Lord. They will not recognize him. Only those that are seeking him and that are keeping his commandment will recognize him. Those children of Israel knew him. But he told them what they did. They worshiped other God. Praise the Lord. And when he returned, they did not know him no more. And they still had what God word. They still had their Bible. But because they were not keeping the commandment, when Jesus returned, when that angel of the Lord returned, they did not recognize him. Jesus Christ has features that no matter how he comes to you, he came to John in the book of Revelation as an elder with white hair, an elder. John still knew it was Jesus Christ, and his eyes was full of fire. Fire came out of his eyes. It was the same fire that consumed the sacrifice. 
it was the same fire that consumed the sacrifice. That fire, that you could recognize. When he saw the Son of Man and saw him as the Ark of the Covenant, as he came to Daniel, he he described everything he looked like in Daniel. Exactly like the Ark of the Covenant. How he knew this was God, because only God came to that Ark. It was God that spoke to them through that ark. Jesus came looking like the ark. And Daniel still recognized it was their Lord. It was their God. But the children of Israel, when they saw him born a Mary, born, being born of a virgin, raised in Nazareth and in Jerusalem, praise the Lord. He still had that fire to heal the sick. He still had everything that angel of the Lord had. Jesus victor, the same anointing that was in the angel of the Lord was still on Jesus Christ. The same anointing. He went to the leopard and healed the leopard. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He healed the leopard, brothers and sisters. The same anointing, the same power. Praise you, Lord. It is still Jesus. It is still the Lord. Praise God. It is still the Lord. That same power, that same anointing is in us through the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus Christ still. It is still the angel of the Lord in our life. Can you recognize him? Some Christians don't remember how it feels to have the Holy Spirit anymore. They've been backsliding. They've been back to the old ways. They've been back to their old life. They're back, they're back to this all sinful way. They don't, they don't know what the Holy Spirit takes anymore. They don't know how, what, how Jesus feels in their life anymore. Praise you, Lord. That's why they, when they talk about Jesus, they talk about money in the churches. They talk about prosperity because they think that's how it feels to have the Lord. If you have a lot of money, they think, that's the Lord. Oh, do they don't know him. They don't know him. They don't remember how Jesus smells anymore. The aroma of Jesus is not in their life for a long time now. They have forgotten how he feels. They forgotten how when they pray for a healing, he heals them. He was the one that healed all their disease. He was the one that sent his word and healed them. Like he said with the children of Israel, he sent his word and healed them all. The book of Psalms says. He healed them all. He sent his word. You can still pray and claim that his word says, and he still can heal you. It's the same Jesus Christ. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He had not changed Nah, he's still loving. He's still caring. He's still protecting. He's still the angel of the Lord that comes in the field and fear him and protect him. He's still the same. He is still the same caring God. Brothers and sisters, and many, hallelujah, praise the Lord that have walked away from him. He's still there. Thank you, Lord, for them. He still wants to touch them and change them and transform them. Praise the Lord, make their life better because that's what he does. He'll make their life better. He'll bring us love, peace, and joy. That's our path to go understanding. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Praise you, Lord. Don't give up the Lord for anything on this earth, because everything will perish. Everything will end. But your relationship with God will endure forever. It will endure forever, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If you have been backsliding, I want to I want to encourage you to come back to the Lord. If if you've been back in your own sinful way, in your own sinful life, please repent tonight. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive my sins. Forgive my trespasses, Lord. I repent. I'm so sorry, Lord. Lord Jesus, for going back to my old ways, Lord Jesus. My old ways are cheating and lying, deceiving, Lord. I'm so sorry, Lord, for stealing, Lord. Going back to my old way, Lord. I repent, Lord Jesus. Forgive my sins. I'm so sorry, Lord. I know you died for me on Calvary. I know you shed your blood on Calvary for me, Lord Jesus. Lord, Lord Jesus, root me back to your word. Root me back to your way of holiness, righteousness, Lord. Lord, let your blood cleanse me for all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name tonight, confess the Lord of your Lord and Savior tonight and get back. Get back with God. Get back with Jesus. Coming soon for a bride. Hallelujah. Bride. Praise Lord that have prepared herself. I prepare herself. Waiting for him. Have enough oil her land for him. Thank you, Lord. We are at the midnight hour, late into it. Praise you, Lord. Jesus is coming for you and I. Thank you, Jesus. Prepare to meet the Lord in the air very soon. Brothers and sisters, prepare. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord kiss you. May the Lord make his face out of you.
praise the Lord, to tell his people to pray for their family, pray for their own, brothers and sisters, because we are close to be going home, and he's going to take us home. I was telling the Lord that I wanted to go study two more years, and the Lord said, there's no time, he says to me. There is no time. Praise the Lord. As he was talking to me in the millennium, praise the Lord. His, his coming is so close. It's so soon, brothers and sisters. He, was just, he just wants us to focus on going home and nothing else because he's going to take us home very soon. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. And so in this revelation that I, that I put on Facebook, Praise you, Lord. The Lord has uh, spoken to me, uh, as he spoke to me, that his coming is so soon. Praise the Lord. He also then took me to the, to the tribulation. As I asked the Lord, Lord, is it really that close? I said to the Lord. And I, I apologize. The Lord is so patient with me. Praise the Lord. He should have just rebuked me for asking me. I wear that close. Hallelujah. He is so loving. He is so caring. And he is so patient with us, brothers and sisters. That's what the Lord is, loving, caring, and patient God. Amen. And he said, yes, it is. And then he proceeded uh, a nine or two after to bring me into um, uh, the tribulation ahead of us, that is ahead of us, brothers and sisters. And when he took me into tribulation, he left me there. And I began to run like the rest of the people. I was running for my own life now. And I, here we go again, here we go again. I'm running for my own life in the tribulation, brothers and sisters. And man, it was not pleasant and it was not fun. I saw those demons that were released out of the pit. Then the, the Lord began to let me know that those demons that were released, uh, that will be released out of the pit, they are going to, uh, brothers and sisters, they are the one that caused this thing to happen in Los Angeles, California, brothers and sisters. And it was, it was, it was really, uh, to me, a surprise that the Lord will let me know that. But they are the one causing these things, that cause these things in California. Brothers and sisters, as soon as they come out in the tribulation, they're going to begin to come against people, torment people, and attack people in so many different ways. And I want to encourage you. I don't want to bring fear to you. God is not a God of fear. Uh, fear the Lord, fear God, but don't fear the devil at all. Don't, don't live under the fear of the devil. Walk under the fear of God. Fear God because it's the beginning of wisdom. Praise the Lord. Uh, I would ask people who have no sound to uh, refresh. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to type in to refresh. Uh, I, I believe, Brother Body, the sound works pretty good. I got a one from Brother Body early, earlier, so I believe the, the, the sound is pretty good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, man, what is going on? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. It appears that I have sound. Thank you, Lord. It appears that it's working. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. I apologize, brothers and sisters. Sound good, okay, sound good. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, this, someone said there's no sound, so I wanted to verify that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, brothers and sisters. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord. And so the Lord took me took me there, and when he took me there, brothers and sisters, thank you, Lord. I tell you, it, it, I was running for my own life at this time in, 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 in the tribulation, and, and the Lord let me know that these demons also were the one that caused us and um, were allowed to do this in California. They can't wait to come out and start tormenting people and kill and, and try to kill people and do whatever because that is not going to be in business, so they won't be able to kill people, but they will be able to torment people. Praise the Lord. And believe it, believe it or not, it is a good thing, now I understand it even better, that there is not going to be a law to kill anyone in the tribulation because these demons will like to come out and end up with the world, end up with hum- human beings. They will love to come out, behead everyone, and put, put them to the end. Or not just behead them, torment them and kill them. That's what's in their mind. That's what's in their heart. John 10, 10, the enemy, the, the, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's all the devil wants, to kill humanity. Why? Because humanity can repent, God can forgive them, and God can bring them to heaven. Demon and devil can never come to heaven, and so they're very angry at God for that issue. For that issue alone. Okay, that human get to come to heaven, human get to be restored, they can be adopted as a son and daughter of God again, and they can come to heaven. Praise you, Lord. Many are not taking advantage of the free salvation that God has given them, brothers and sisters. That is so sad because uh, Jesus loved them so much and would like to have them in his kingdom. Praise the Lord. Would like to share his kingdom with them. Praise you, God. And let me tell you something. Uh, these demons, uh, immediately they're looking and, and they're attacking and they're doing all the evil. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm running like the rest of the people at this time. And I can see the reality of this. And the Lord took me out of that. I was like, well, wow. I was glad that the Lord took me out of there because it was. It was. But before he did, he showed me how close we are to the tribulation now and, and related to time. And to me, it looks like a thin of a hair. In timing, brothers and sisters, the thinner from here to the tribulation is a thin of a hair. Is what I saw in the spirit, and the Lord wanted me to look at that and tell the people on the Lord's tower about this. I know because that's why He's given me this revelation. This is why I was born for. This is why He chose me for. He told me this in heaven. I remember. So that's why I'm here to tell the people tonight: we are ever close to the tribulation, brothers and sisters. We are ever closer than ever. And, and before the tribulation begins, the rapture is going to happen. The cut up in the air is going to happen. He's going to take us out of here and bring us into his heaven. No way. There's no way God, Jesus, is going to allow his beloved bride to go to the tribulation. No way he's going to do that. He did not allow Noah to save himself. In regard, like, he did not let Noah for himself to go do whatever he can to save himself and his family. That's not the way it happened. He told him to prepare an ark before the judgment began. The demon was fallen, creating all kinds of violence on the earth in Noah's time. They were doing all evil. They were having children with women, these fallen angels, at that time, like it's happening today, just like in the times of Noah. They, are, they were multiplying themselves. They were doing all kinds of violence. They were doing all kinds of evil. 
so much that grieved the Spirit of God. It hurt God and he created man. That's how it happens. Genesis chapter 6. It grieved God that he created man on the earth because of so much evil, so much violence. But Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Noah found grace. Noah found Jesus. Noah found Jesus. He found grace. You find Jesus, you find grace. I thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. He found Jesus. In the midst of all that horrible time, Noah's eyes was on Jesus. He found grace. He found Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to your salvation. Praise you, Lord. It is not time to be backsliding. It is not time to be cold. Because those that are backsliding will be vomited by Jesus. They will be left behind to begin again. Listen careful. They're not going to be left behind to continue. They will have to start the repenting all over again. That's how it will happen. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness, Lord. Praise you, God. They will be those that are cold and those that are lukewarm will have to start all over again. Praise you, Lord. And because they chose to stay, they chose not to seek the Lord like Noah. There was a lot of violence when Noah was seeking Jesus. There was a lot of things going on when Noah was praying. There was a lot of things going on when Noah was seeking God. But none of those things interfere with Noah seeking God. With Noah seeking the presence of God. None of the things that were going on on the earth interfere with Noah and his relationship with God. None of the things. Don't let anything happening on the earth. Don't let the burden interfere with your relationship with God. Don't let the burden interfere. Because a lot of people are making up excuses that the world is too evil. There's too much thing going on on the earth for them to focus on seeking God. That is an excuse. That is an excuse. No, they not have that excuse. No way. What was happening on the earth, people were killing each other. There was violence. There was prostitution. People were marrying. People were working. People were doing all kinds of things. And Noah, his eyes were on Jesus. Noah found grace. Noah was close to God with a relationship through our Lord and Master and Rabbi, our Lord Jesus Christ. Noah did not anything that was going on on the earth that was going on on the news, nothing that was happening in their community interfere with no relationship with God. Don't let it happen to you. Don't let what is going on on the earth turn you lukewarm, make you give the excuse because people are so evil, because people don't want to hear it, because people are rejecting the Lord, interfere with your relationship with God. Don't let your family who don't want to seek God, who don't want to serve Jesus, interfere with your relationship with God. He has to be first. Jesus has to be first. Don't make up excuses because that's not going to save you. That's not going to help you to go home and the rapture at all. 
I am. But Brother Elvie, the churches are not preaching about the rapture anymore. They have rejected the message of the rapture. Don't let that turn you cold. Don't let, don't let that make you look warm. Praise you, Lord. Don't let that make you look warm. Uh-uh, don't make that excuse. Father God is tired of people's excuses. He, and I use the word tired. He has heard so much excuses. So much excuses from the beginning. Praise you, Lord. He wants honesty. He wants repentance is what he wants. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. He wants repenting. No more excuses. Thank you, Lord. No more excuses. Praise you, Lord. He has heard them all from the beginning. Man has made excuses from the beginning. The first thing Adam did was make an excuse when he sinned. The first thing Eve did was make an excuse when she sinned. God has heard them all. God has heard all the excuses. Praise the Lord. He has heard all the excuses. Don't make up excuses for yourself before God. It is time to be in repentance. It is time to be seeking God above all. Don't matter what's happening in our community. Don't matter what's happening on television, on the internet, where the earth can be shaken, the heaven can be fallen. Don't pay attention to those things. Focus on Jesus. Boy, the earth is shaking. Earth is shaking. It will continue to shake. It's going to take even greater tsunami are coming. Greater tsunami that will destroy the earth. It will destroy city. It will kill millions. Don't focus on that. Focus on Jesus. Earthquake that will kill millions are coming. Don't focus on that. Focus on I'm Jesus. Don't let those things steal your blessing, your communion with the Lord. Don't let what's going on in the world steal your communion with God. But come ever closer to him, brothers and sisters. Come ever closer to him. Let him be first in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Consecrate your life to him. Praise you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. It is time, brothers and sisters. It is time. It is time, it is time, it is that time for us who are called by him to start making up excuses. He has chosen us. He has called us to serve him. It is time, brothers and sisters, we stay focused on Jesus. Don't take your eyes off him. Praise your Lord. You're going to hear. You're going to see many things going on in the world. Don't let those things feel your blessing. Don't let those things feel your communion of seeking the Lord, of coming close to the Lord, of keeping an eye on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is not that time. It is not that time. It is not that time. This is the time to be consecrated, to be praying, to be fasting, to be ever seeking the Lord more than ever. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Revelation 22 says this. This is what it says. And he that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. Talking to the people that are lost, the people that are in sin, that are refusing to repent. But to the bride of Christ, he says, and he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, 
Let him be holy. Stop. Praise you, Lord. Don't go back for their salvation. Don't turn back. You keep moving forward. Jesus, thank you, Lord. You're the bride of Christ, and he that is righteous, let him be righteous. Stop. Not time to go back. This is time to go forward. This is time to move forward in Christ. Thank you, Lord. The Lord took me a day later into the millennium. Thank you, Lord. I was so surprised to see him renew the earth. Thank you, Lord. And as he took me into the millennium, I saw how the earth went, how he changed the earth. I don't know how he did, but it was like seeing God's power at work. It worked. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. It is so hard in our little mind comprehend the power of God. It is so difficult in our little mind to comprehend the mighty power of mighty God. Praise you, Jesus. As he takes me into the millennium, I see the Lord's power renewing the earth, brand spanking new, right before my eyes. My goodness, the power of the Christ. The Word of God says, his power is incredible. Praise you, Lord. And I see him right before my eyes, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. And he's renewing the earth. I cannot recognize the earth anymore. From where we are now, when the tribulation ends, my goodness, that amazing. He right there in front of me. But the power of God all over. It, it, it was like taking the earth and his, he had the whole wide world in his hand. And then right there, brother, he made a new right in front, in front of me. He said in his word, I make all things new. Then he take all life that was a mess and made a new, new creature in Christ Jesus we are, according to his word. Just he, all, he, all, he do, all he needs to do is speak the word, the power of the word of God. Boy, if we believe this word 100%, we will always get 100% from this word because God cannot lie. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And right there, we near the earth, right in front of me. And I'm, I'm, it's like looking at, like being in the theater. This, 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 this was the bigger theater. This is life. This is not the theater. Cannot even be compared to the theater. I'm sorry, Lord. But this was right in front of me. I'm looking at the whole earth from the air. The clouds are underneath me. Praise you, Lord. And all of the sun, whoo, he renews the earth. And I'm looking at the earth new. Praise the Lord. Just like the prophet Isaiah said, for behold, I create a new heaven and new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered, not even come to mind. My goodness, the power of God. He did it. And I knew that when he did this, when he did this, there was no going back. This is, this is what humanity don't understand God. They don't understand the power of our God. They don't understand. Because that's why he's telling people to repent now. Because once those that go to hell, go to hell. Those that go to heaven, go to heaven. Those that are taken out of the tribulation get taken out. That's it. There's no going back. People don't understand that. God only can move forward. He's not going back. God have mercy. God have mercy. Look what the prophet I said. This is the part that I love. Thank you, Jesus. Here, here it is. There's no going back. 
Isaiah 66, 22. For of the new heaven and the new earth, which I will make, I will make, this, this is the power of God. I'm seeing the power of God right before my eyes. I will make, shall remain before me, says the Lord. So shall your see and your name remain. Oh, praise you, Lord. The power of our Christ. The power of our God. My goodness, he shook me when I saw it. He did it right in front of my eyes. Praise the Lord. And now they remain. I'm looking for something to change. I'm looking around. My goodness, I knew this new earth. I knew the United States. I know all this island, all these countries. They're no more. No more. They're gone. What happened with millions of people? They're gone. New earth. They're gone. He made this new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me. There's no going back. This was made. I knew it was made, and that was it. That, that was it. The old things have passed away. Now they're new. They're new, like Second Corinthians five seventeen says. They're new. They're new, brothers and sisters, right before my eye. I knew there was no going back. I knew there was no going back. Once, once the tribulation began, all this evil began. All these people running for the light, to the cave, to the mountain. They, everybody's just running. I saw a guy. The Lord wanted me to see this guy. This guy was well-dressed. He had a, a nice-looking, spanking new suit. He's heading to his company. This guy looks like he didn't have time to go to church or see God. Brothers and sisters, praise your Lord. He looked well-dressed. He looks like he had a lot of money. He had in his head like a suitcase. Everything very expensive. This guy, this is a normal day. This is like a normal Monday. Like a normal Monday. This guy is heading to work. His life is, this is, this is another Monday. I'm going to work. I'm going to my office. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm making a lot of money. I'm going back to make a lot of money. This, I'm going out with my life. This is what it's been on this guy, on this guy mind, on this man mind. It's normal day. It's normal going back to work. And Jesus had me looking at him. Praise you, Lord. But what Jesus wanted me to see was, brothers and sisters, in, in this tribulation, this was in the tribulation. Why would Jesus have me focus on this man? Because Jesus wanted me to see what happened with a normal life that people consider so much right now. That's even Christian, considering this, this, this normal life. They call it normal. They consider the normal life too much. Too much. Many are lukewarm, putting their total hope on this normal life, they think. And all of a sudden, the trumpet has sound. The Lord has taken his out of the earth. His people, his children are gone. They're gone. It's all tribulation now. And all of a sudden, when the pits of heads are open, and these demons come down, this guy, see these 17, 19 folk demons coming toward him, throwing his briefcase to the floor. He, he is like, what is going on? Life is not normal for him anymore. 
It's normal life. It is him now running from these demons. This is normal now. The tribulation is going to be normal very soon for the people. People will be running for their life. Brothers and sisters, they're running from these demons. They're looking for a cave, a home. I saw people breaking into houses and right there, getting into them, trying to hide from these demons that came out of the pit right now. Oh, God have mercy. This is normal now. All this fear, all this darkness, all this evil, that's normal in the tribulation. This is exactly what's normal. No more than normal. No more going to the company. No more going to work as they usually do. This is not normal now. That's normal now. People can say tomorrow, Monday, I go to work. That's what they consider normal. Tomorrow, Monday, I go to the office. No, that's not normal anymore. The normal is them running from the, for the life. Where is the government now? Where is the army? protecting them from these demons. There is no government. There is no army really protecting them. Everyone is for themselves now. God have mercy. God have mercy. That's going to be the new norm. The new normal in the tribulation that is coming. And then it's so close like a thin of a hair. Praise you, Lord. And the Lord spoke to me clearly and said, tell them to pray for the family and themselves. All these things are happening. Praise you, Lord. Now tell them that, he says. He says, tell them. He says to me, and I'm listening to the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. There's no time for anything, he says. There's no time. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. And now in the new earth, when he takes me there, you're going to be here soon. You're going to be into, the, into your new life. Jesus spoke to me and said, you're going to be in your new life. Soon, he says, soon. The righteous, it's a done. It's, it's done. It's a path, practically. You're going to be in your new life, he says. And I, I get excited for this. I'm excited. I'm excited for it because Jesus is telling me that I'm practically in my new life. The righteous is a done deal. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's how close we are. That's, that's what the Lord is showing his people all over the world to dreams and vision that we are so close, so close, ever close than what people think we are. Praise you, Lord. In the time they think they have, they don't have. Praise you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, praise God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. I mean, I'm listening to this word, this well, this word, the Lord gave wins a prophecy, and she was saying that the Lord was saying to her, I don't know who... I don't have the word. I, I wish I had it tonight. I, I, man, I should have had it to play it to you. Because it's like the Lord is apologizing to his bride, praise the Lord, for, 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 for really taking this long to take us home. Praise the Lord. Because he also wants us to come home. But in the way he gave her, it was like he was apologizing to the bride. And I was like, oh, wow. Praise the Lord. That is so awesome. Thank you, Lord. The Lord Jesus wants to bring us home, brothers and sisters. He wants us to come home. God, our Father, wants us to come home. He wants us to come home. That's why our heart needs to be with him. Our heart needs to be in heaven right now. Our heart needs to be in heaven. Our heart needs to be with God, our Father. Thank you, Lord, because where your heart is, 
Where your treasure is, your heart is. Thank you, Lord. He knows how much you want to get out of this earth. He knows how much evil is going on. He wants to get us out. He knows it's going to get worse. He knows everything. Thank you, Lord. That's why he's going to get us out of here. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Tell them to pray for them family in the cell. Tell them. Because it's close. It's close. They bring us home. Praise you, Lord. He wants to bring us home already. And he will. He will. He will bring us home. He's faithful. He's God. He can do all things. Things are possible with him. Brothers and sisters, when he showed me that millennium, brothers and sisters, he brings me into that millennium. I don't know how he did it. He, he can do all things. Brought me into the millennium. All of a sudden, I get into a car in the millennium, and this is new to me. This is new. Praise you, Lord. And the millennium, the car that I was in, brothers and sisters, all of a sudden, I began to fly in the car. I am flying in the air of the millennium. I'm like, what is this? Why am I flying in a car in the millennium? But the Lord wanted to reveal to me that we are going to have so much in the millennium. We're going to have these things. My goodness. I was, I, this time I'm impressed. I, I'm in joy. I'm like, what? I can fly in a car in the millennium? That is incredible. We have not gone so far in, in this age to make a car fly. Praise you, Lord. But we were in the millennium. We will, brothers and sisters. We will have cars that will fly in the millennium. That's going to be incredible. To me, that was like, oh, man, where do I tell the Lord in the Lord's Tower? I tell the people in the Lord's Tower, it's going to be incredible. Praise you, Lord. God is going to allow us to have so much, but he wants us to focus on him, focus on going to a new life. This life is practically gone. It is gone. It is considered gone to Jesus. This life, brothers and sisters, shalom there, sister. This life is considered God. It is considered done. Jesus is going to bring us, hallelujah, into a new life very soon. Praise the Lord. But we cannot be backsliding. We cannot be lukewarm. We cannot turn cold for Jesus, brothers and sisters. We cannot let anything happen in the world affect our life, our relationship with the Lord. It cannot, it cannot, it cannot affect our life. And God knew that there will be things affecting us in this life. And that's why he had the Apostle John write it down. And look what he said. This is to the unbeliever. This is to the boy who has turned back to the Lord, turned back to the world. And he that is unjust, let him be unjust too. These are the people in the world. And he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. But to his bride, to his sons and daughters, Look what he said. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. Praise you, Lord. And he that is holy, his beloved bride, let him be holy still. Don't turn back. Don't look back. Move forward. Thank you, Jesus. Look forward to Jesus. Get ready to meet the Lord in the air. Get ready to be caught up in the air with the Lord's son. He's going to take you home. Why? Because he promised you he will. Praise you, Lord. John 14 says, where I be, you be also. Praise the Lord. He wants us where he wants us. Right where he, where he says, brothers and sisters, and sisters, thank you, Lord. Right where Jesus says next to the, to the Father 
a heaven, the third heaven. He wants us also to be there. Praise you, Lord. And in his heart that we will be there too, that he will bring us there. He knows how hard it is right down here. He knows that people that are unjust, hallelujah, are still unjust. People that are filthy are still filthy. They don't want to repent. They don't want to see God. But the righteous, he has a message for the righteous. To the righteous, he said, let him be still, let him be righteous still. To the holy people, he said, let him be holy still. That's the message he has for us. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. He don't want us to look back. He don't want us to turn cold. He don't want us to be lukewarm. Turn lukewarm neither. Praise you, Lord. You need to continue to be righteous. You need to continue to seek holiness. The things that God wants you to be, you got to be continue seeking the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because time, I won't say it's a hand. Time is right before us. Time is right before us. There are two things before you and I. The righteous cut up in the air and the tribulation. Which are the two you want to, you want to go in? And which are the two you got to make a choice? Got to make a choice. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Adam and Eve have to make a choice in the garden. Whether to obey God, eat out of the fruit of life, obey God, or eat out of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. They had to make a choice. God always has his creation make a choice. We have to make a choice. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. You got to make a choice, brothers and sisters. It is so sad, so sad that the good life message that people are preaching on television is money, the root of all evil. Hallelujah. The root where all evil begins is money. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. But the blessed life that the Christian people have is Jesus Christ. It's a righteous life before God. That yes, they will have a suffering. Yes, they will have a difficulty. But through all this, the Lord will bring us through. Through all the sickness, through all the things that you, and the difficulties and problems you and I will go through, God will bring us through. He will bring us through in victory. That is the blessed life, to have Jesus Christ in your life, to have Holy Spirit in you. That is the blessed life God made for you and I to have. Praise the Lord. There's nothing else. Praise the Lord. Every other, other thing, it will be added unto you, said Rabbi Jesus in his wisdom. It will be added unto you. We don't need to be worried about those things. Praise you, Lord. All they preach is about money, nonsense, and foolishness. Praise the Lord. The blessed life is Jesus Christ. The blessed life is living for God and with God in it. Praise you, Lord. I don't want no blessed life without God. I don't want no blessed life without him, please, God. I don't want no blessed life staying in the tribulation. Hallelujah. Everyone, practically everyone on television that is preaching the blessed life, praise the Lord, what they're preaching is preparing people for the tribulation. How is money is going to help you when these demons are released from the pit of hell? You tell me if you're listening, listening to those people and following those ministries. How is money going to help you? How is money is going to deliver you from the hand of Satan and his demons? 
it will not deliver you because you can buy the greatest army. But the greatest army on this earth, one demon out of hell can overcome it in an hour. The greatest army. Those demons that are going to be released. The only one that can deliver us from evil it is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who overcame on the cross. He overcame on the cross. He is the only one that can deliver us. Praise you, Lord. He is the only one willing to fight for us. He is the only one that says, Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. The only one willing to fight. The only one willing to deliver us. The only one that will be there for us, who will be a shield, who will set our house upon the rock that he has. Thank you, Lord, under his protection. Under his children protection. Praise you, Lord. The only one willing to fight. The only one willing to deliver us. The only one willing to bring us forward. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. The Lord, the Lord wants to fight for us. The Lord wants to be there for us. My goodness, when he showed me down the earth that he created, hallelujah, that will remain before God. He created and remains. It's new. There's no going back. There is no going back when he makes down the earth. Brothers and sisters, the only thing is moving forward. And I'm looking, and I'm flying in a cord in the millennium, and I'm amazed for this revelation of the Lord because before, I, several, several, or hundreds of times maybe, he had taken me to the millennium, brothers and sisters, but never saw a car that could fly, brothers and sisters. And I get into this car, and I'm flying in this car, and I'm looking down from the car. I'm amazed. What is this? This is amazing. My goodness. Praise the Lord for the things he will allow us to have. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, I tell you, praise you, God. All this is close. And the Lord wants to take us home. He wants to get us out of here because he knows it's going to get bad. Praise you, Lord. Another thing, praise you, Lord, that I experienced in the new earth, was Isaiah 65, 17, brothers and sisters. What I experienced was this. What I saw in the tribulation the night before, the Lord showed me this, brothers and sisters, before he took me into, into the millennium, and I saw the new earth, I have memory of the past. And these memories somehow made me uncomfortable in the millennium because I can still remember what was the United States, what was Europe, what was all this and that. And I was thinking of all these countries and all these nations and all these things they have. Well, in the new world, all these things have passed away. They're gone. They have disappeared. Thank you, Jesus. But I still had it in my mind. Why? Because the rapture had not occurred yet. That's why. I have not got my new body yet. Praise you. I have not been changed in the blink of an eye yet. And those things have been removed out of me. Everybody else in the new earth is smiling, is rejoicing, is enjoying the presence of God, is enjoying the new earth. Everybody is happy. Everybody is enjoying it. And every Satara is still thinking about, about this old life, about the former things, brothers and sisters. And that's when I understood Isaiah 65, 17, 4. Behold, I create a new heaven and new earth. The former things should not be remembered, nor come to mind. Thank you, Lord. 
Praise you, God. See, in the new life, this life will not affect us to enjoy a new life. It will not affect us when we're there. But me, because I'm taken from here into the new life to be sure what, it, what it's going to be, it's affecting me. And now I understand what God said through the prophet. He don't want this old life, this old problem, this old past, these old mistakes, these old sins, these old things that the devil accused us of, bother us anymore. The devil is born in hell for a thousand years. He's not going to make us remember. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. But, and God don't want those old things to come to mind. He don't want us to be haunted by, in a new life, by the old life. His mercy, his grace is sufficient. His love, praise you, God, is so great, brothers and sisters. He don't want our past life, nothing, the mistake we made in our life. Praise you, Lord. People have probably been married in the past and, and, and were abused and abused and went through so much verbal abuse, physical abuse, and all that. Do you think God wants us, sister or brother, to, re, to be reminded of those things in a new life? No! God don't want you to have those things in your mind. God don't want you to remember what you went through in your past. That's his love, that's his mercy for us. They will not come to mind. Thank you, Jesus. They will be left behind. Those people that abuse you physically, emotionally, or insult you, or treat you like nothing, those people, you're not going to remember no more. Praise you, Lord. What are the people God wants you to remember? Your close family, the people that you love, the people that care for you, those are the people God will, will have you remember. The people in your life right now that you love, your sons, your daughter, your wife, your husband, those are the people that God wants you to enjoy the new heaven and the new earth. Those are the people that God wants you to be with. I remember seeing my family in the millennium, my, my sons, Levi and Joshua, and we were rejoicing there. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. I told you, I saw Sister Carla in heaven. Hallelujah. In the rapture, I saw her, and she had a beautiful dress. Hallelujah. And her body was new. She was not no older than 20, but I knew it was Sister Carla. Praise you, Lord. She looked so young, so full of youth, so full of life, so full of joy, so full of Jesus, so full of God. Thank you, Lord, for that. And she looked at me, and she waited, and she said, Brother Elvie, Brother Elvie, she came out to me and talked to me. And she said, Brother Elvie, let go of the past. Let it go. Let it go. Praise you, Lord. It's what the Lord was saying to me. Let go. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There are a lot of things in our life that we need to let go, brothers and sisters. A lot of things. Hallelujah. I probably saw you, Noah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But the people that I've seen in person, I've seen Brother Body and Sister Brenda. I've seen people that I've seen in person in the, in the rapture. Praise you, Lord. People that I know. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Brothers and sisters, 
that day of wedding is going to be so great. It's going to be so awesome. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. I probably have seen you, sister. I have seen many brothers and many sisters in that wedding celebration. And we all gather there, all together in heaven, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. It was so awesome. So many people I talked to, so many people I hugged. People came out to me and shook my hand and gave me a hug in heaven. It was so awesome. And the Lord Tower Park, praise the Lord. I think it's been, what, maybe twice now that the Lord has confirmed to me the Lord Tower Park. Praise the Lord. It, it is so incredible we have that park, brothers and sisters. And my goodness, we, when I looked at myself, I looked like in my 20s. And my twenty when I was twenty, I was skinny. I didn't weigh I, I don't think no more than one thirty. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And I tell you, it was incredible to to see myself. I look I, I had I had a, a, a wedding garment on me and I looked at my garment and man, my goodness, in my new body when I looked at my hand, totally young, full of life, and I oh man. And everyone I saw was young and full of life, no more than 20. Look at brothers and sisters. And we, we have these garments that they have ready for heaven in heaven, ready for us already. I remember I went into, into the dressing garment, and uh, people were coming out of the dressing garment uh, dancing, brothers and sisters. Praise your God. You, then, you, then you remain young, but you, you cannot compare someone young from heaven from someone young from earth. Because people, I say I say I say this because of this. Your 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 body looks way younger, much younger, much better, much full of life, much full of God. It, it cannot be compared. It is is much better body that God has prepared for us, brothers and sisters. It, it's it's like a body of an angel. Give you an example, full of life, full of joy, full of so much, brothers and sisters. It's what he has for us. So it cannot be compared to this body, brothers and sisters. No way. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I was amazed. I was amazed how we look. Incredible. You want to stay there. You don't want to come down because it's so great. It feels so good. So much joy. No one is sad at all. No one is sad. Brothers and sisters, everybody's full of joy. Everybody is full of joy, loving to be there. Everybody felt home. Heaven, when you go to heaven, you feel at home. You don't feel like you're just in another place. No. You, in, in, immediately into your mind, you're using 100% of your mind. You know your home. You know where you're God. You know you belong there. That's how you feel, brothers and sisters. You know you belong there. That's the great thing about heaven. Thank you, Lord, that you're always welcome. People will always welcome you, will always love you. Your daddy, your father God is there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And God alone, my brothers and sisters, praise you, Lord. It's so mighty. It's so great. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give, give help to my sister. Lord, heal her. Bring healing to her body in Jesus' name. By your strength, by your wound. She was healed, Lord. Break the spirit of sickness, Lord Jesus, out of her body. In Jesus' name, bring healing. By the strength of Jesus, he was healed. Thank you, Lord. So in heaven, in heaven, my brothers and sisters, we are rejoicing, we are full of life, we are full of joy, 
Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. The blood of Jesus cover each one of us right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. And we are rejoicing for the privilege of being in heaven, brothers and sisters, of God bringing us there, of going through everything we went through. And we made it. We finally made it. Thank you, Lord. It's what we say. It's how we feel. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. And the Lord wants to bring us there. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord wants us to come there. The Lord wants us to be heavenly minded. So we always be thinking about heaven. So we always be wanting to come to heaven. And always asking him to help us to come to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly minded people is what the Lord wants. Hallelujah. Longing for heaven. Longing to be with Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And what he wants. For us to long for his presence. For us to long to be with him. It's what Jesus wants, brothers and sisters, that we long to be with him, that we long to be in his presence, that we will rejoice to be with him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord will bring hallelujah, heaven. Hallelujah. Second Peter 3.13. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heaven and new earth. Hallelujah. Where dwell the righteousness. Thank you, Lord. He's going to bring us to his promise. Because he made us a promise, he's going to bring us there. And he's faithful. He is faithful. He will not fail to bring us there. Thank you, Lord. You can always trust the Lord and believe his promise. Because he is faithful. And he will not fail to bring us there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation 21, 11 says, And I saw you heaven says John, and new earth, first heaven and the first earth have passed away, and there was no more sea. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. It's all going to be made new. All going to be made new. And what's going to happen when this earth pass away? God. It is God. There's no going back. This is why now you need to make your decision for the Lord. You need to make your decision for God. You cannot put it off. If you have not been serving the Lord truthfully, you need to repent. Praise you, Lord. If you have not been, if you have not been honest with God, you need to repent. You need to be seeking God now. Don't put repentance off. Get right, get right with God now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because soon it's going to be to life for many. Soon to many who will say, I will repent, I will prepare, it's going to be too late. The Lord showed this to me. I remember there were people who stayed behind in the tribulation, Christians, people that were lukewarm, that they were saying, I heard them saying, I'm going to prepare my life to seek the Lord. I'm going to begin to fast. I'm going to begin to pray. They were planning, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. But now they were left behind. In the tribulation. There is no one going to in the tribulation. You got to be doing it. It has to be done. Because you missed the boat. You missed the rapture. God have mercy. And now people were planning. And the Lord allowed me to hear them planning. They were planning. They were saying to people at work, to each other, you know, next week I'm off of work. Next month I'm off of work. I'm going to have time to fast. I'm going to have time to prepare. 
I'm going to have time to be ready. Praise the Lord. But they knew it was too late now. It was too late. Hallelujah. They've got a lot of people planning now. Planning for next year. They're planning for 2016. We don't even know if we're going to see 2016. If we see 2016 by the grace of God, praise you, Lord, we may not see a lot of it. We may not have a lot of 2016, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. I remember telling the Lord that I wanted to go up to study for two more years. And the Lord said, there is no time for that. Praise you, Lord. There is not, he told me very clear, there's no time for us. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. I'm going to take the Lord in his, in his word on this. I'm going to take the Lord seriously. Praise you, Lord. If we see 2016, 2017 by his mercy, let it be by his mercy and grace. Praise you, God. But I'm not going to take no chances. No way. Praise you, Lord. I'm not going to take no chances. He showed me from here to the tribulation is like a thin as a hair. Praise you, Lord, in timing. As thin as a hair in timing. And that is thin. Look at a hair. Take a hair from your head and look at a hair. And see how thin a hair is. That's how I saw in timing, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. The day, I'm going to say this clear. The day and the hour, no man not but the Father. Not the Son, not the angel, but the Father only knows the day of the hour. We don't know when the rapture is going to happen. I'm not setting no day for the rapture. I don't want people to misunderstand tonight's message. Praise you, Lord. Day and the hour, no man not. But none of the Son, not the, not the angel, but only the Father. Praise you, Lord. But we know by the signs of the time that we are close. I don't know how many of you have heard the meeting Obama had in Europe. Praise you, Lord. In Switzerland. He, two days ago, I believe they had a meeting in Switzerland. where he was talking about, I believe I have the audio up there. Praise you, Lord. What he was talking about, hallelujah, how he, hallelujah, is not taking for granted no nation. Obama, last time, the, the, before last time he went to Geneva, brothers and sisters, he, he, he made promise to all the presidents of the earth and all the representatives of the, of the country, brothers and sisters. He's promoting his RFIB ship with all the nations, and he's putting American taxpayer money behind it. He's giving them millions and billions of dollars. It's flowing to every country in every nation on the earth to, to, to promote the RFID ship. A lot of people years ago, when I began to talk about the RFID, said that I was a full prophet and it was a false message, brothers and sisters. But after 2013, when the RFID came into play and they finally passed through, through the legislation, brothers and sisters, Millions of Americans have the RFID today in the right hand. I don't have the number yet. I believe the government has not released it. I believe it's in one of the government websites. How many millions of Americans today have the RFID and the right? God have mercy. God have mercy. When I went to the Lord back in 2000, and, in the beginning of 2013, when two Thomas, my dear sister, blessed sister, two Thomas who was in heaven, blessed by our Lord. Praise you, Lord. 
the Lord told her back then to go out and tell the people, put it on her website, about the RFID. Praise you, Lord, that it was the mark of the beast, that it was better for people to go hungry and go naked, but not to take this RFID, which was the mark of the beast, in the right hand. Very clear message. She sent me a, she sent me a, an email with this mess a message with this. She sent me the message when she put it on right away. She sent it to me. Praise you. I have spoken with my dear sister too on the phone. Praise you, Lord. Also, uh, before she got, the Lord took her home, I have spoken with her on the phone too. Dear sister of mine, praise you, Lord. My dear sister, in obedience to Jesus, went and did this. I took her message. And I went in prayer with the Lord, and I said, Lord Jesus, please confirm to me what your dear daughter, too, is saying on, on this message, that the RFID is the mark of the beast. Brothers and sisters, the Lord Jesus spoke to me. His voice came to me, and he says to me, he said it so loud. I told the people today, he said it so loud. And so clear to me that if he said it any loud, I think I would have gone there, brothers and sisters. He said, Yes, it's the mark of the beast, he says to me. Yes, it is, my son, he says. Praise you, Lord. God mercy, Lord. God mercy, Lord. Wow, the 30%. There you go. 30%. We are we have a little bit over 400 million people in the United States. Over over I don't know the exact amount, I think 435, uh, around there, 430 million people in the United States, and over 30% have the RFID. Can someone give me a number? Please look, do the math, that one, please. Please, this is important. This is very important. How many people already have the RFID? Oh, God, have mercy. And Jesus said, yes, it is. My dear brother John went to the Father, and the Father confirmed to him, and said that anyone that gets that RFID knowingly is not coming into his kingdom. The Lord confirmed that to me too. The Lord spoke to me that too and said, yes, praise the Lord. Whoever gets the RFID in the right hand knowingly is not coming with him in the rapture. God have mercy. It's not coming to him with him in his kingdom. They have chosen the, the other kingdom, the other evil one. God have mercy. God have mercy. God have mercy, brothers and sisters. Now, Barack Hussein Obama, there are no country that even is poor, that, that have no finance, that have no, nothing, but barely, is forgotten by him. And he's right. He's right. This is, the devil, he's always speaking lies and, and deceiving information. But what he said, in Europe, two days ago, he's right. He is making sure that every single nation, every single government is working with him, hand to hand, to have their population have the RFID in the right hand. I remember uh, a few months ago, I had these people from Central America, Ecuador, contact me. A hundred and seven millions of American citizens have the RFID in the right hand. 107. Brothers and sisters, God have mercy. God have mercy. 
God have mercy. This is the reality that we're in. This is the reality that we're in, brothers and sisters. The reality. 107, 107 million of America. God have mercy. Have the RFID in the right hand, which the Lord said is the mark of the beast. And I saw the same, the same divide, the same gun they use now. It's like a type of a gun, brothers and sisters. Uh, let me see if I have a photo because I saw it. The Lord showed it to me in the tribulation, and I know, I know that is um, that is hallelujah. That is on the internet too. That is the same. It's the same technology that I saw. Oh man, here it is. It's all over the internet. It's just, it's all over. This is this this is all news. I'm not giving people nothing new. This is all new, but it's all evil too. RFID gun. They got different ones, but I'm going to show you the like the one I saw, brothers and sisters. M3 mobile RFID. Yeah, it's called the RFID gun. I want to put the link. I want you to see, brothers and sisters, what I saw. They were using in the tribulation. You can click the link there, and you can see. Similar gun like this, similar gun, and I'm going to say the Assad gun, hallelujah. And this is by 2014, they only had 30%. My goodness, God have mercy. Praise the Lord, God have mercy. It's Obama is making sure that no nation, no country, he don't care how poor, how small they are, okay? It is forgotten. No country is forgotten, he said. Because the devil is after every single soul on this earth to, Im to implant that RFID in the right hand. Every single doctor by now, all UN doctors and all of them, have already agreed with the president or, or, or with medicine that the RFID must be implanted in the right hand, just as Revelation 13 says, brothers and sisters. He may all gray and small. Look it up real quick. My goodness. God have mercy. This is all news. This is all news. I'm talking about this. He's making sure, the beast is making sure everyone gets the RFID. He's making sure. Hallelujah. <sighs> Revelation 13, 16. He got us all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or on the forehead. So he's making sure. He's going he's gonna to cost all. Other, other translations say he makes all. He makes all. He's not going to let anyone get away. In other words, Barack Hussein Obama is not going to let anyone get away from having the RFID and the right hand. That's why he's pushing his agenda. Agenda. And planning to stay in power and have no election anymore. He's planning a lot. A lot behind closed doors. And he's gonna get away with a lot because the beast is, it has to it has to rain uh, for seven years for for I'm sorry for three and a half year peace and then the worst comes afterwards. God's not gonna allow all this nonsense to go to go on for too much. The Messiah Jesus is coming back, and he's coming back to defend the Jewish people. Now, someone also sent me a video of a Jewish boy. I don't know how many of you have seen this that had a revelation of what's going to happen with the Jewish people 
and, and he said that the RFID after the, after the Psalm 83 was, uh, they overcame in Psalm 83. And then after that, I think comes the Ezekiel. I'm not sure if it's the Ezekiel. I don't think it's the Ezekiel, but the RFID will be overcome because all the nation of the earth comes. But you see, I believe, brothers and sisters, this is why, this is why uh, Israel will go, will go through the trouble that the prophet Jeremiah and Isaiah saw, the trouble of Jacob. Israel's going to go through all this trouble because Jesus Christ, is going to fight for them. Benjamin is of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. And I saw Jesus in the revelation of the Lord overcoming the rest of the world that came to overcome Israel. They are going to, come, they are going to go through really Jacob trouble, really a lot of trouble, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. But the Lord is going to deliver them from all the trouble. He's going to deliver them. Those are his people. Praise the Lord. And he has a promise to them. Thank you, Jesus. All that is going to come to pass because it's in the word of God. Brothers and sisters. But the everlasting kingdom of Christ, the righteous everlasting kingdom that Daniel saw, will be established at the end of the tribulation. The Lord will renew the earth and will begin again with the earth renewed. Praise you, Lord. But the tribulation, brothers and sisters, Please, anyone, please, no, 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 no one, no one listening to me tonight. Please stay in the tribulation. Don't stay, is what I mean to say. Please don't end up in the tribulation. Repent with all your heart. Repent your sins to the Lord. Don't end up staying in the tribulation because it's going to be too bad. It's going to be too hard to serve the Lord, to serve God. When you are running for your life, it is very hard to pray when you are running for your life. It's going to be very hard to call upon the name of the Lord when you're running for your life, brothers and sisters. That's, how, that's what I saw. People were breaking into homes. People were running anywhere they could. People are going to run to cave, mountain, valleys, and the armies of the earth are chasing people. Whatever's left, they are working with the demon, which some people call aliens. There's no such a thing as aliens. Brothers and sisters, don't believe that nonsense of aliens, brothers and sisters. There is no such a thing of aliens. We only have in the Bible demons and principality and powers of evil and darkness. That's all we have. That's all there's going to be. These fallen demons. That's all there is. They're making people believe so much garbage, which is not true, brothers and sisters. But I'm telling you, praise you, God. Praise you, Lord, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. The end is right before us. Make your decision for Christ. Make your decision for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Make your decision for the Lord. Don't waver. Don't wander. Do it. No time to waver. No time to be lukewarm. It is time to make your decision for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I asked the Father early to use me tonight. And I know he's using me tonight because he wants to speak to his children, for everyone to be ready, to everyone to be prepared. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. He, he knows this is an important message, and he wants his people to hear to hear. So he's touching them with Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is on people touching them, touching them, touching them. Lord, Father, continue to touch them, Father. Praise you, Lord. He wants the heart of his people to be ready, 
Thank you, Lord. To be ready for him. To be ready for his son. His son is coming. His son is coming. There's no turning back on this. There's no turning back. Brothers and sisters, praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. There's no turning back. There's no turning back. Once he makes it, it will, it will remain before him. Once he makes the new earth, it will remain before him. Thank you, Lord. He says, my son, you're going to be in your new life soon. Jesus said to me with such a love. Oh, my goodness. What a love he has for us. No one has such a love like he does. He loves us so much. He says, you're going to be in your new life soon. I've been complaining about this life to the Lord. Praise you, guys. He says, my son, you're going to be in your new life soon. He said, with such a love. When he spoke with his, to me with his powerful voice, his loving voice, his caring voice, he cares so much. He cares so much for us. Thank you, Lord. He doesn't want one to perish. He doesn't want one of his children to perish. He wants to save all. He wants to save us all, his children, his children. It's elect the elect the bride he wants to bring home. Thank you, Jesus, of where he is. He wants also us to be with him, enjoying heaven, enjoying everything he has for us. Our loving Father, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. He wants us to enjoy that beautiful heaven, that beautiful glorious place he has for us thank you jesus thank you lord he wants us to be with him brothers and sisters do not miss what your father has for you for anything on this earth it's temporary it's going to pass it's going to pass that's why jesus wanted me to see that man who was going with his briefcase beautiful uh, dress ready to go to work praise your lord with a nice suit ready to go to work in order to start his total, his life change, his life change. This life changed right before him. He, he didn't prepare for the tribulation. He didn't prepare to go home. He didn't have time. He was growing his business. He was making millions of dollars. He didn't have time for number of things we're teaching tonight. But out of the sudden, out of the sudden, his life changes. He's not going to office anymore. He's running for his life. That's all. I mean, he, he's looking at his garment. He threw down his briefcase. He's looking at these demons. Like, am I dreaming? Is, am I dreaming? Is this a dream? But it's not a dream. It's the reality of life. And it, it's going to be the normal. People running from these demons very soon. It's going to be the normal. Praise you, Lord. The normal for the bride. It's looking at the beautiful blue eyes of Jesus. That's going to be our normal. Your normal, very soon, it's going to be you and that glorified body. Looking at your hands. Looking at your arms. Looking at your feet. Brand new body. Your normal is looking at your home in heaven. Looking at your mansion. How beautiful. How nice. How pure the air is. How beautiful the cloud, the light, how powerful it is. That's going to be the normal of you going home with Jesus very soon. Brothers and sisters, your normal, hallelujah, is going to change very soon. Your normal will be your new life, talking to Jesus face to face, saying, Lord, explain this to me. Yes, my daughter. Yes, my son. What else do you want me to do for you? Thank you, Lord. 
holding the hand of Jesus in the paradise. It's going to be the normal very soon. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. And then you're going to say, Jesus, why are your eyes blue? I've never seen a Jewish person wear eyes blue. Well, let me explain to you, my daughter, why. <laughs> it's very normal. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. The normal is going to change. Normal is going to change. Remember that God glorified him. Give him a name above all names. Give him an everlasting kingdom. Everything Father God gave him is above all. That's why he got now blue eyes, beautiful eyes. Praise you, Lord. He probably on earth did not have the blue eyes, but now he does. Thank you, Lord. Remember all the glory that Psalm, David says in Psalm, God gave him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. He, he might look like the same Jesus who was on earth, but now he is, he is such a great glorified God. He's, he's God Almighty. Praise you, Lord. Remember when he resurrected on the third day, that he spent 40 days with the disciples before he went home. They wanted to touch him. He said, no, don't touch me. I have not been glorified. I have not gone to my father yet. Brothers and sisters. But he could go through the wall. He was totally different in regard because his life changed. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Before he was earthly, now he's heavenly. Praise you, God. And as he was changed, thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. So you and I will change. I mean, I look at people in heaven, how beautiful they